0: Hello and welcome to another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. And hopefully, by the time that you are listening to this, everything with the strike has been figured out. We are getting updates that they've reached a deal, um, and hopefully, we can start talking about content. So, with that being said, this is the first episode back into the regular scheduled programming but if you are new here welcome to TWS it's a podcast about entertainment news debates and theories I'm Zet she's Nicole and um, if you've been listening to us for a while you would know that we have had our top five series we are putting that to a close for now hopefully going to bring it back up uh, later on at some point but putting it on the back burner for now to get back to the stuff that we love and that's talking about new movies So, Nicole and I, we've seen a bunch of new movies, or movies, we haven't stopped watching movies, May we haven't, yeah, and we haven't talked about them since May, so we're going to try and fill y'all in on some of the things that we've watched, our experiences, what we liked, what we didn't, in as little time as humanly possible for a podcast episode. So, um, Nicole, do you want to start? Because I I feel like you have a hot take.
1: (laughs) So, I'm going to get to my hot take in a little bit, but... The one movie I have been honestly dying to discuss has been Barbie, and we both have seen it. Um, I want to hear both of our ratings first, and then we'll get into it. I give it a, uh, my heart of hearts wants to say 10 out of 10, because it was just that great. I'm going to give it, I'm a waver between a nine, uh, between a nine and a half and a 10 for this. So it's going to be like. it's both of them what what would you give it as a rating 9.5
0: fair
1: um i don't think
0: it was a 10 but i think nine and a half i can agree on fair so
1: this film was because they kept um greta gerwig has kept like the plot of it a secret for a while and even the um the trailer didn't really show too too much other than like kind of understanding like kids grow up kids like I didn't know how much I needed this movie until I needed until I watched the movie because I know we had our thoughts about it when they first announced oh there's gonna be a Barbie film in two years and we were like oh Barbie what can they do with that um, completely if I'm being honest and frank mm-hmm. um, it blew me out of the water like it was really really funny and it was really ridiculous in a lot of sense um but i'm glad they didn't really try and do much with the cgi and then in that kind of aspect because i liked the fakeness to the background like i liked seeing the fake water the fake campfire the fake beach everything like it was because it felt like It felt as if I was back being a five-year-old girl playing with my Barbie dolls and my Ken dolls. I liked the fact, and spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet, but I like that the Ken's kind of turned and that they turned into Ken Nation, and Ryan Gosling... I have to say give him the damn Oscar for this movie cuz he did. I really loved his performance. The I am Ken was genius. Um Margot Robbie really blew it out of the water for me and I have to say the I know you're going to have thoughts and I and I you you're, you're going to probably disagree with me on certain aspects which is totally fine. America Ferrera's monologue. So I had heard I'd read I've everything about this monologue I didn't know what it was about but I've heard that it was one of like it's it was a great moment for her and I have never heard that much cheering in my life in a theater like we were wooing we were like yes girls like everything she said in that like two minute monologue is everything I have felt as a woman you can't be you can't be skinny enough or else you look like Aaron or X you can't be fat enough or you look like you're overeating. Like it just like that, it resonated so hard. Like any, any man, anyone who needs to like understand how a woman feels, should listen to that monologue. Um, the film took me by surprise. I was really, I, I honestly, and you know how much I hate Will Ferrell. I, could not stop laughing. And I hated myself for it because Cassidy would look over at me and it's like, are you laughing at Will Ferrell? And I'm like, shut up. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it was a great film. It went by really quickly. I loved everything about it. The end of the movie, when she said, hi, I'm here to see my gynecologist. I died. I thought that was genius. I was not expecting it. Um, but yeah, it was it, overall like I I loved everything about Barbie. I I don't want them to make a sequel. I think it did great for what they put into it and I just I I loved her like Barbie's supposed to be perfect and when she started crying and when her hair was messed up and her she was just like plain Jane I was like, this is, this is everything I felt at once trying to be perfect. And now, and then it's just, you know, I like there's, I'm at a loss for words because it's just, it's so, it was perfect the way she describes everything it is to be a woman. And that's my review. (laughs) Jeez. Um It took me a long time to discuss it.
0: I know, I know. I'm just, I'm trying to now compile my thoughts on it. I thought it was very powerful. I thought that the messaging was huge. I think it made me have a lot of questions as a man, but also like thinking about the future and the prospect of having kids, what that would look like, um, brings up the commercial aspect of how toy companies sell toys to kids and and what that landscape looks like i loved a lot about it i loved the actors in it i thought the cost was really really good i thought that the um the practical effects was by far the most fun part for me uh, watching that and how i was able to sync that together i think the story was interesting i liked the songs i um, the music was great. That Billie Eilish song is still like in the recesses of my mind somewhere, and it comes out. Now that I think of Barbie, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. <laughs> um, But yeah, I was very emotional leaving the theater. It made me think mm-hmm. a lot. I, I truly respected the story that was being told, and I think... And something that a lot of people have been talking about, and something that I will talk about, is truly the event that Barbie was. Barbie was not a go to the movie, just watch a film. Bobby was, no, it's a moment in time that I don't think we will ever see again, potentially, where it takes you back to like opening night of Avatar or something like that. Where everyone's right. dressed up in in outfits and is and we're living as if the characters and we're talking to people and say, hey Barbie, hey Ken is we're like going to all see the the same movie. And I think that was something that I have not been a part of before and something that I thought was actually super fun to be a part of. I really enjoyed the movie and um, I think at the end of that kind of trade-off and also just like how there was so much commentary around it. Hey, this scene looks like this or Greta girl was trying to aim for that and then when you watch it, you can clearly see the tropes that she's pulling out on or the images that she's trying to evoke and so I thought it was it was actually really really good.
1: I think I read somewhere that they were trying to cut I am Ken and Greta Gerwig said no, it stays. And I'm so glad it like it I knew it wasn't going to be a serious film by any means necessary, but like I didn't realize how actual like how funny it was going to be. Like they didn't take anything they did seriously, even like America Ferrero wasn't like super serious in a lot of scenes, and it was very like when Barbie started to feel down about herself and you thought it was because it was the child, and then it, it you realize it's actually America Ferrero's character I like I, I like something pulled at my heart, I was like, oh my God, like now this makes me think of all these things." I, it just, it was such a good film. I wanted to see it more than once, but we only ended up going one time, but it was just so sweet to see like these little girls and with their Barbie shirts and then they, all these adults with us, all these like people my age. I'm like, wow, like bar- like even though I've, I haven't played with Barbie since I was probably like eight or nine, I still, I'm like. I do miss that. I I miss that time. Like the, it was very it was very surreal just to like be there and be like, wow, like twenty years later, I didn't think I'd be watching this kind of film.
0: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think a lot of credit goes to there. There is no expectation with a movie like that. Like there wasn't. you would think, you would think you know what it's going to be, and it was very clear that you had truly no idea what it was going to be. And I think that that's the beauty of. Uh, great filmmaking and project management that you create this expectation that the movie is going to be about Barbie dolls and instead right. is about uh, the human Girlhood. existence and girl and womanhood right. and, and, and what it's like to be a woman in society and you have <laughs> now these really deep um poignant messages and and conversations all wrapped up in this fantasy uh uh gift wrap and not realizing that it's got a lot of depth to it which i think is actually the wonder of this of this movie
1: yeah it was um i really i truly hope they don't make a sequel they were talking about doing like a Brad and barbie film but i don't really think it's necessary like i think if you want to kind of take not even take the idea but like if you want to form it into your own plot make something like of this then sure go for it but don't just do it because you think you can make something equally as great as what this film was. And do I think it's going to win Oscars? I I truly couldn't tell you. I know that there's a lot of Oscar buzz around a few films already. um. So I don't know. I mean, and, and, and that's what I kind of dislike about going into movies is like, oh my God, is this going to get nominated for the Oscar? But like, you shouldn't really think about it that way even though that's ki- that's what we do we think about it as eh, I don't know I lost my train of thought on that <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so Barbie was our first dis- was one of the movies we've been wanting to discuss for a while um what was the next one
0: I'll quickly touch on Oppenheimer yeah yeah, yeah. it kind of goes hand in hand um I thought it was really good I thought it was way too long that's what I, I heard thought, I thought that um the message was very interesting about um when you push the limit so far or you what was it the, did you ever stop to think that you should you thought that you could and it's fine but did you ever think to stop that you and talk about whether you should wow and it's one of those kinds of things where um you realize that the atom bomb although uh, a marvel of science you would start thinking about not the the effects that it's going to have on people, and then after the use of it, can you take full credit for the creation of that when it's been used to kill thousands of people? Like, <laughs> And and although you discovered how nuclear fission works, now you've also realized that you can destroy whole countries within seconds. So like, it was one of those kinds of things where you see uh, a man who... Is truly a maverick in his space, and yet, um, uh, overcome by this burden of being the one who took us into a into a space where there's now cons- constant fear. Like we live in fear of a nuclear attack. We live in fear of World War Three, and how you know a couple atom bombs can truly decimate a whole entire country and wipe out millions and millions of people. And so. It was one of those things. Uh, I thought the story was interesting. It made me want to kind of learn more about uh, Oppenheimer, the individual. Um, I'm a sucker for physics movies. I don't know why. Like uh, movies about physician, uh, physicists, sorry, just really sings to me for some reason. And it's funny because I did physics was maybe my second favorite science class in school, but it was actually really good. I just I, and and I wondered how. Nolan was going to create an authentic looking atom bomb explosion and to know that what he produced was all in camera makes me think there was like crazy amounts of explosives just for that shot but I think the story he's telling is very interesting and I think that it's one of those things of someone perceives If I don't make it, then somebody else will. And I don't know what the other person's going to make with it, but I know what I'm going to do with it. Right. When you realize it, you made it, now you put it in the hands of other people who are going to do the bad thing with it in the first place. So it was just like a really interesting movie. And I think um, has a lot of uh, themes that I think need to be considered, especially ethics. The ethical side of it was the big part that I walked away from. That movie considering was just, again, when you when you create something for the benefit of one thing, understand that now you put it in, the, you provide power to anybody to now use it however they want, and you cannot tell how they're going to use it. You think about like the iPhone, for instance, as, as great at technology as it is in the hands of various different people, it can produce the worst results. And we've seen through data how you know social media has damaged people and 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 depression has an all-time rise you know what i mean like you when you think you create something that's fairly innocuous and then it has deeper world effects i think that's kind of what the movie points up so good movie just thought way too long was not worth the three hours i think again nolan you can cut some scenes their story is (laughs) not that good at this point like i think he's gone way past the threshold but I saw it in IMAX, and I truly believe people should watch it in IMAX. It was, like, it was encompassing, which I think is the whole goal of it. And I think I'll be inter- interested to see how Nolan continues to produce for IMAX, even though how expensive it is and how, like, it's 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 a fleeting thing. I think you get used to the size of it, and it's no longer, the scale is no longer a big deal anymore.
1: Oh. Hmm. So I should wait to watch it on HBO.
0: Uh yeah, I don't think it's worth going. I mean, I mean it's not even in theaters anymore. Playing, but like, I I don't think it was that. Um, I think you'll you'll watch it and just be like, oh, okay. I I don't think it was, you know, insane. Right.
1: Um. So okay, so I will I will do my hot take now. Um. So I did see the Flash, even though we. Adamant, yeah. I wasn't going to see it. I was very adamant to my friends. But then I was convinced heavily. And the friend didn't even end up going. <laughs> so yeah, the friend who really wanted me to go didn't end up going. So I was with um Kara and her husband, which was it is still fine. Like she wanted to go see it. So I was like, you know what? I'm curious because this is supposedly the greatest superhero film that's ever been created. And supposedly it's resetting DC. Um, I'm going to spoil the hell out of it for you just because, you know, are you ever going to see it? All right. Probably not. Not now. <laughs> um, for that. So I don't even know where I begin on this because it was just like.
0: Uh, start here. Was it good?
1: So when I first, no, I, oh no, 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 no. My first watch, I did enjoy
0: it. Your first watch? You watched it twice? no, no, no. no, no.
1: Like, okay. God. So my first thought, I mean, my first thought was, okay, okay, it was actually good. Okay. And then when I thought about it and I read the reviews, I heavily agreed that it just didn't really, it was funny. Like, Ezra Miller, funny. Like, mm-hmm. the lines that mm-hmm. they were producing and like mm-hmm. everything like it's so sad like to think of where they are now compared to like what the cha- what they could have done with the character mm-hmm. moving forward mm-hmm. would have been phenomenal i hope mm-hmm. they find a new flash genuinely like mm-hmm. i hope they i hope they do something with the flash because the character is something I, is i've always loved this character with that being said the beginning was fucking weird like, see, like, the running, like, please give him running lessons. Jesus Christ. um, The running is what sent me through the roof because it just, I don't know if they're, if, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Like, I don't know what the director said to, to Ezra Miller. I don't know what hap- went through their mind. But it's just so fucking awkward. So the beginning is, like, babies. Babies flying out of a a building and he and they put up and the flash puts a baby in a microwave to save it and it pushes it out it was the worst CGI i have ever seen and it was also to the point that i literally laughed out loud i was the only one in the theater laughing out loud because i was so uncomfortable with the scene um so that was my one takeaway from my one hot takeaway from the film the rest of it's pretty great like it it does like there there are moments that pull at your heartstring like the flash is trying to save Is trying to save um, his mother, trying to, um, and then somehow when it 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 goes back in time to the point where it's the day of when he's supposed to get his powers, and Mm -hmm. so when he meets like his alternative alternate person, he says, "Okay, like we have to go, blah blah blah. We have to go to the lab. It's the lightning strikes, but they take." Our Flash just powers away and give it to the other guy. And the other guy's really fucking stupid. Like, just... Whatever. Um, Supergirl, only in it for maybe 20 minutes. If that. Michael Keaton, I expected a way bigger, bigger, like, role for him in the film. He was a retired Batman. Like, didn't really do too much. Just kind of gave the Flash a less, like... Life lessons helped him. Like, he had his favorite line, like, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Um, it, I wish there was more time. Like, Supergirl was a badass, but with the whole general, um, what is it? General Zod, General Zod, um, in this universe, like, they learned that he killed Clark already, he killed the ship that came down. So, Supergirl was locked in, like, this, like, with uh krypton thing kryptonite thing um yeah it 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 just kind of like introduced characters that weren't really part of it the whole time like patty jenkins or no not patty jenkins patty whatever um i forget her last name
0: (laughs) patty whatever that's that's wild
1: (laughs) i i know patty jenkins is a director patty something i can't remember her name from the comics but um the friends were in it for like two like two minutes um what else um yeah they did flashpoint which is pretty cool cgi because they do introduce like they they show like the other characters through that um i don't know what ben affleck was saying that this was like his best role as batman because it really wasn't like he just really gave life advice for like he was in the scene for five ten minutes gave life advice and then was off um aquaman showed up at the end credit drunk wasn't really anything spectacular Wonder Woman made an appearance um, for like two seconds to save them when she, when they were flying out of out of the Golden Gate Bridge, whatever it was, um, or off the bridge, New York Manhattan Bridge. Um, what else was there? There was something else I wanted to touch on. Um, oh, he like does something in like the the flashpoint to. Because his dad was not on camera. If His his dad was not on camera when he went to the store. So that's the only reason why they have the evidence against him. So the Flash is this thing where, like, when he's going back in time not to save his mom, he moves something out of the way of where the camera's blocking. So he creates a butterfly effect. So the father gets found innocent. Um, And then this was kind of a huge spoiler in a sense. So he calls Bruce at the end, like, in the sense of, like, The Flash does. Um, He calls. And like at first I didn't know who the voice was. Because they said that there was a Batman. A specific Batman at the end of it. So Mm -hmm. uh, like he goes oh. like I'm at the courthouse. Where are you? And he's like pulling up. Pulls up in a really nice car. And I was like. I go "He's, he's back with fucking Michael Keaton. Nope. George Clooney walks out. And I start. I go. And I literally say. I go damn. And he walks up and like and and the flash goes who are you he's like it's it's bruce wayne what do you mean he goes what stuff <laughs> and it stops mm-hmm. so basically he's sto- like that that's where that's why i guess james gunn was saying like it, it this is how it re- they reset it because now this flash is in george clooney's alternate world so all in all it, it, it was an interesting like for, on first watch, I was like, "Okay, like I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like I thought it was, it was an okay film. It was like five out of ten for me, blah blah blah." But they could have done better with it. In all honesty, like it wasn't the great. I, honestly, Endgame was fucking better than it. Um, oh, oh no, you know what? Thor: Love and Thunder was better than The Flash. Wow. <laughs> yeah, at least they had a plot line. Um. Maybe I'll get canceled. I don't know. But I I just wasn't, I wasn't too too thrilled. But yeah, so that's my Flash review if you ever want to watch it. I do, if I had to recommend it, I wouldn't say watch it if like you, I wouldn't go out of your way to watch it. But if you have like vacation time and you're just like sitting around.
0: Vacation time? <laughs> what are we talking about?
1: Wow, if you're just lounging around and it's on, like, sure. I why have not?
0: vacation time wow. I would watch it.
1: What? Anyways, yeah. So that's my review of the Flash. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, what else? What do we have next? The Little Mermaid.
0: The Little Mer. Oh, you're okay, Fine. What happened with The Little Mermaid? I did not watch The Little Mermaid. Oh my God, it was so
1: cute.
0: Oh my gosh, that's all I heard was, it's so cute. Me and Cassidy
1: kept like, every time, like, oh, part of your world, like, I cried. My theater erupted into (sighs) claptor because of how amazing. We clapped and we hollered because she is such a good-ass singer. She's
0: a great singer. I
1: I refused to listen to the song ahead of time because I wanted to... I wanted to relish it in in the moment because this is such an iconic song, and I I I had like I think I had one tear come down at least because I was mm-hmm. it was so it like it was just so emotional and I am, it was great. Her riffs are phenomenal. It sent chills like my entire theater was like, "Damn, girl," mm-hmm. um, and then I just. I don't know. I forget, like, the first, I I would say, like, the first 15 minutes are, like, the Halle Bailey show and then the rest of the film is literally just Prince Eric with her. But he's so cute. The guy they picked, oh my God, he was so freaking adorable with her and, like, they had such great chemistry and, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote a couple of the songs for the film. The Scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. (laughs) Scuttlebutt. It was so cute! You thought Scuttlebutt was cute? I didn't like it at first, and then I got into it. Scuttlebutt. It's the Scuttlebutt. is <laughs> so funny. Oh, no, Debbie Diggs killed the role. I have to say, when they first introduced Flounder and Sebastian, I said out loud, I go, oh, these poor people. Like, ugh. Jacob Tremblay, I have to say, like, he he, he lent a very cute voice to it. David Diggs was hysterical listening to it. <laughs> I'm like, I look over at Cassidy, I go, is he, is he really just trying to be Jamaican right now? Like, what is this accent? <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> You're going to be in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that I oh gave it an eight gosh. and a half out of ten because it was just so cute. <sighs> Melissa McCarthy knocked it out of the ballpark, though. Harvey, Javier Bardem, no, didn't do anything heard, for me. I heard
0: Javier Bardem was not was not it.
1: I just yeah,
0: I didn't hear that.
1: Not gr- it wasn't great. Wasn't great, mate. All right. <laughs> um, what else you got?
0: Uh, I saw the Super Mario Bros. movie. I thought it was really good, actually. I was surprised how good it was. I had a lot of fun watching it. I even... Um, how everything ties together towards the end, I thought was uh, honestly amazing. Um, so, props to Illumination for that one. And I also finally finished John Wick. I saw Chapter 4 uh, a couple months ago. And... woo. It was good i I still think Parabellum is my favorite of all of the John Wick movies and I think that's the third one but four was four was honestly four was lush four was gorgeous the storyline wasn't super great but in terms of like the aesthetics and what they were doing four was gorgeous and I really enjoyed it so um that's one and i also saw bottoms (laughs) and i gotta say as a movie that was touted to me as uh, a lesbian fight club i didn't know how to go into it and i ended the movie it ended with a lot of heart i will say it ended with a lot of heart but truly does not make sense and I think that that's okay. <laughs> like it truly makes no sense, but there's a lot of heart in it. and I think that that was the whole point. And I think, um, you know, Rachel Sinat and Ejibiri are just two phenomenal comedians. And I don't know why they gave them a film, but <laughs> i'm I'm all right with it. like, okay. I guess I tried.
1: I rewatched it for the first five minutes, and I said, "Can we turn on Vampire Diaries?" (laughs)
0: Like
1: it wasn't great. (laughs) I I
0: I would say that movie is a solid seven point five. I don't think it was phenomenal. I'm not writing home about it, but I I think there there's value there in some of the some of the pieces. Some of it was actually downright hilarious, and some of it was like. Really, really dark and twisted and just off the walls as well. And so, um, yeah, I thought it was interesting.
1: I try to think of what else came out over the summer because I swear I've seen like more films. I just can't like put my hand over
0: this summer
1: or even like recently.
0: Um, is there. No, I
1: can't. I can't think of any others. I mean, they they really didn't market a lot because of the the strikes.
0: I and I also think a lot of the films that I would have gone to go see, I didn't want to see because of I was, I was in standing in solidarity with the strikers. correct. So I think.
1: So here's I a good question for you. Yeah, here's a good question. So, um, this week and next week we have two. I don't want to say popular. Let me say, um, we have two films coming out this week and Mm -hmm. next week. This week is the Marvels. And next Mm -hmm. week is the Hunger Games, the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. So now, um, the stars of Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes were given permission to go through interviews, which I think was pretty interesting. Um, do you plan on seeing either of these films? If so, which one first? If not, why? I mean, they come out um, two different weeks, but
0: um, jeez, I'm seeing the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes first. Okay, why? Because my girlfriend is forcing me. Um, yes, Jenna, as so she should. That's that's why. Um, and I, I I actually think I have more interest in seeing how. They do the Hunger Games movie than I do about, um, what was the other one you said? The Marvels? <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't feel that the marketing for the Marvels is very good. I also don't feel like. Um, well, they're also probably standing in solidarity
1: until a, a deal is announced. <sighs> just,
0: I just don't feel like it was. It's been set up very well, and I agree. I no, I have no real interest in like. And and I will say, not that I think Brie Larson is is a bad actress because I don't. Thinking back to Captain Marvel, I wasn't truly impressed with it, especially how she was touted as the, the, you know, stronger than. Iron Man and, like, the whole th- nine that they were trying to get her around. Like, I think she brings value in certain spaces and certain films. I-, I think that. But I wasn't truly enthusiastic about the standalone. And now I ha- we have this one where I'm just like, I get why we're doing it. I get that it's cool. It's interesting. It's the first time we've got three women, all various different ages, playing similar characters together. I think it's right. really dope. But I, I, the the marketing for it has not been strong. It hasn't been existent. And, and I also think coming off the back of the Jonathan Major situation with Iron Man, or At man and then, then we're going into Loki and he's tied in there. And then I actually think I'm also experiencing Marvel fatigue and I'm kind of just out of the loop on Marvel movies. And I think I'd like to see something different, something fresh and i feel like the ballad of songs of snakes could give me that compared to like i know what i'm gonna get it's gonna be really shitty cgi it's gonna be colloquial lines and slang here and there to get the kids on board and i don't know i'd 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 be more interested to see a miss marvel movie than i would to see the marvels I and i and i I think that's maybe a hot take there, but like I really liked Miss Marvel the TV show and I would have liked to have seen how Kamala handled um being on her own. And I also think that um what's the character's name? Her best Captain Marvel's best friend, um Maria. Yes. I would have watched the Maria movie as well before I would have watched. I don't know. I just feel like the Brie Larson thing is like, I'm just kind of like, ah, you got a movie. Like, I don't, I don't, I'm not interested in seeing you again for some reason. But, and I don't know why I feel like that, but I just see the 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 trailer came on. It's like, in four days. I was like, I don't even, I don't even care. Like
1: I, I think for me, it's how, it's the lowest running time since Thor. And I am—I don't know what.
0: Why do you think that is?
1: Listen, Linda, I'm giving exactly. my opinion. <laughs> why, why,
0: why do you think it has the shortest runtime? That's think. bullshit. But carry on. <laughs> um, and it's interesting because I completely forgot it was premiering this week
1: until last week. And I have no desire to actually buy tickets right now. Um, I actually bought tickets for snake, uh, Songbirds and Snakes for next Thursday. We're going to that premiere. I bought five tickets. Um, but, ca- yeah, the Marvels, like, I, I was hyped up about it in the beginning of this year. I, I heard a lot of hype around it. I was like, you know what? Good. Like, I loved Miss Marvel. I thought that was so cute. Monica Rambeau made a great addition, too. Yes,
0: yes, I agree. She made a
1: fantastic, I- fantastic in, in WandaVision. I am so curious to see where she goes with Nick Fury. If that storyline continues, Lark, uh Captain Marvel, showing up at the end of Miss Marvel was great. Like they hyped it up so much, and then to see the trailer, the original trailer for it, I was like, ah, didn't do much for me. Like it's cool. I, like I didn't even know that they were switching until I had to watch it a few times. Um, the villain doesn't seem very villainous to me. Like I just don't understand. So, will I end up going to see it? Probably. I'm not going to not attempt to see it. But, as of right now, supposedly, this is. I think this is the only thing that's enticing me to go see it. Is that they added a scene last minute, supposedly. So, I think that that's what's trying... I think they're trying to tell people, like... That's just like the rumor mill, is that a scene was added. And there's only one post credit. So I don't know. That that's enough to kind of like entice me to be like, okay, let me especially with Loki ending um the season finale is on Thursday or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow or Thursday. Um and I didn't realize that that's only six episodes. Whereas last two years ago it was what, nine episodes? Eight episodes? No, it was only six to seven episodes, I think. Wanda vision was nine. Um have you been keeping up with Loki?
0: Dude, I haven't watched a single episode of the new season. It's I'm actually really you, like, good. I I have significant Marvel fatigue right now. I'm just not enthusiastic about any projects that they're putting out, and I can't tell you why. I think it. I I think it might be just I need a break from it.
1: Fair, but you know, fair. I I knew the
0: season. I knew the new season was coming out, and I was like, I'm not even interested. I also think Disney doesn't believe in their product in the Marvels. That's that's a hot tick that I. Believe, I don't believe that they believe in the Marvels because the the marketing was shit. Um, you have yeah, the marketing hasn't been great. Two, you've got three amazing characters that could either have their own standalone movie. And you have three or, amazing actresses, so are, three amazing actresses, and you haven't marketed it to to really push the needle forward. And you know that you're in a really tough loop considering all the stuff that's happened outside and around your movies. You have a great product, like you should be selling the shit out of it, and and we don't see it. And so, I, I don't know. I I guess I'll I'll catch it, but I am just I'm just don't I don't feel like it's doing anything. I'm more interested in movies like Saltburn or um, Napoleon that's coming out. Um, so. I'll, I'll be waiting for those movies. Over,
1: you know, we should have been seeing Dune. I, uh, Dune, at some point this month, or next month. No, this month. We're in November. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. Or last month, it was either last month or this month. That sucks.
0: <laughs> so you know, I'll wait. Yeah. I'll wait. I. I but I have. I don't have the desire to watch
1: listen i don't blame and, you i'm in that same I, I was telling somebody about that like i'm in the same boat they need to up their game They're, They they
0: because it's stale it is so stale right because now. because they
1: put all their eggs in the og basket with going into infinity war and Endgame, and they had such great storytelling leading up to that and then now it's kind of like okay like what was the point of phase four like
0: what, I, I don't even think on? it's i don't even think it's just that i think they had a formula that they needed a big bad, and it worked and well all, and they put all their eggs on Jonathan Majors not realizing that the bullshit that he was right on. and now they're in a situation of we just put everything on this guy we've got to now flip things around to work out like like who's this new bad for the marbles like continuing on Thanoss is, is Yeah, I'm kind of tired of hearing of the blip. Like, like, bro, move on. We had the blip. Like, I know it affected so many people, but how is it that every story must go back to the blip? I don't... I get how big it was for people, but you're overdoing it, and you're trying to now create new thread lines on... It's just like... It sounds just like Loki. Like, there's this thread line, and you're trying to have new lines coming off it, new patches, where these... Branches are based on the blip and all these new stories of what happens to people in their lifetimes after the blip or before the blip or whatever. And just like, bro, we're trying to. What happened to freaking Echo? Like that project is no longer. Oh, you didn't see the tra- no. Longer. You didn't
1: see I, the you didn't see the trailer. A trailer just came out for it.
0: Bro, is that what I'm saying. I haven't seen anything. I'm dead. Marvel's dead right now. This should be the title of this episode. Marvel's dead. <laughs> I just, I just, <laughs> Don't put my I name on that. <laughs> I can't do it, bro. I just, I'm not, I'm not, it's, there's nothing intriguing to me. And, and we're still waiting on the Fantastic Four. And it's like. <laughs> 2025, ho. <laughs> so I got to wait for 2025 for good content? Is that what you're telling me? That's stupid. <laughs> Watch them wake Tom Holland's ass up and be like, "Hey, come back! Make another Spider-Man movie." <laughs> They're announcing Spider-Man not. Four soon. I think <laughs> oh, we got—we're out of ideas, Tom. We need one. Come, Tom, we need some, you and Zendaya. Like Tom, do a flip.
1: <laughs> a flip. Uh, well, supposedly they do have the casting for Fantastic Four. They're just waiting for the SAG strike to be officially done and like announce that there's a deal and then they're going to announce the cast but yeah they're not even like filming it until like sometime next year and even then like nothing is coming out at this point until 2025 like they pushed like all these projects back i think the only thing we're getting next year is
0: dune Any- I'm looking at I'm looking at what's gonna happen in December and there's actually some really good films.
1: Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom.
0: No, I'm looking at like Waitress the musical is gonna be there. Beyonce's film, Renaissance is coming out. Um got what else? Origin Ava DuVernay's got a movie coming out. Um migration looks hilarious and i want to see how that goes um the color purple what i tell you that's going to be a religious experience for me watching the color purple with the voices that is going to be in this cost uh, chef's kiss so anywho that sounds like a perfect place to end today's episode i was gonna
1: say any final thoughts on anything we've discussed Absolutely not.
0: Nope. (laughs) Uh, Besides the death of Marvel. Oh my God. Relax. Relax. 2012 for 2023. They had a good run.
1: Um, (laughs) No, 2021. (laughs) Let's be honest. Anywho,
0: Anywho. that was another amazing episode of TWSS with Zach. And Nicole. And we will see you next Next time. time.